Hey everybody, it's James. What? No music? Relax, it's coming in just a minute. Wanted to do something very different today. So I'm going to share with you a project I worked on uh, about five years ago. Um, this is a project we did for the last days of Jesus, which is Holy Week. And today being Good Friday, I thought what a great day to uh, memorialize this project and to share it with you. I'm just going to pull four songs from the album. Uh, Amen, Bless You, I'm Afraid, and It Is Finished is where he was actually saying his last words to his father as the Lord expired from the torture and the crucifixion, which is the most horrible death any human being could ever imagine. This first song, Amen, well, let me describe a little bit about the, the project. I work with uh, Christine Mercy Johnson, who is an archbishop and a captain of the chaplaincy program, the IFCC, which I am involved in her chapter as a chaplain also. Um, so we wrote this project together and recorded it on Music Row in Nashville. And uh, very exciting, Kim Copeland, uh, as the uh, producer, of course, and we had some great musicians working with us. So this first song, Amen, we were supposed to get, um, the Lord wanted nature sounds. So I parked two microphones outside of my window, two high quality micro microphones, and waited for the, you know, I had to figure out the plane schedule. So I didn't want to hear any jets flying overhead. So I got up nice and early, and right between... When the birds start singing and when the planes start arriving, I found a little, uh, a little opening there. And I also went to um, the park near me where I was living at the time in New Jersey to get actual water sounds. I actually took my little boss recorder and parked it on a stone right in a creek to get authentic water. This song is very powerful, even though it's a mellow song, Amen. And it starts with Archbishop Christine um, citing the last um, chapter of Revelation, which is uh, 22. And um, for anyone who has never looked into the book of Revelation, I suggest you, you do that uh, because time is of the essence. Enjoy this one. This is called Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. 
I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Father, Amen. Who art in heaven, Amen. Hallowed be your name, Amen. Your kingdom come, Amen. Your will be done, Amen. On earth, Amen. As it is in heaven. Give us this day Amen. our daily bread. Amen. Forgive us our trespasses Amen. as we forgive those Amen. who trespass against us. Amen. Lead us not into temptation, Amen. but deliver us from all evil. Amen. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Amen, indeed. That was full of surprises. The whole recording of that was uh, what an adventure. Kind of just um, the Holy Spirit led that one. I had no idea what I was doing when I was trying to come up with arrangements for that because we were told just make a song called Amen. That's it? (laughs) This next one is uh, taken from the Beatitudes and uh, really a beautiful um, display of what the Lord Jesus was trying to impart to his disciples as to how to conduct themselves. And I'll let um, Archbishop Christine take over with the, um, the scripture that precedes bless you. And uh, this was another fun one. It was so wonderful to be in the studio recording these and seeing these these songs and these um, ideas come to life. Here's Bless You. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are you, the poor in spirit. Heaven waits for you right where you stand And blessed are the ones who lost their loved ones I will comfort you who are bereaved And blessed are you the meek and Smile at you And if you have 
Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of going to bless you. I had a lot of help from a lot of powerful singers helping me out on that one. That was uh, really moving, especially I love the uh, the part where um, those who are bereaved, and it makes me think of the people in the Ukraine right now. Um, there's so much bereavement going on, loss of life, families destroyed and, and just pulled apart and just living in complete shambles. Um, and, you know, in times like these, we need to be thinking about the Lord. And we're not staying here. 
I mean, this is still the bus stop. You know, it's going very quickly. You watch your life year after year, and you know that it gets exponentially faster and faster as time goes on. Um, we're just uh, running out of time, and we are in these last days for sure. Just look around. It couldn't be any more um, obvious than it is now. I'm Afraid is the next song. Now, this um, is a display of fear, like real fear. And for those who are not aware, you know, Christ, he went through, like he was the Lord, of course, he was God. However, he was a man. So he felt every pinprick. He felt every pain that a human being would feel. He was not uh, impervious to pain. Um just because he was God, he was living in a human being's world, and he was a human being. So the torture he went through was just incredible. I don't even know how he made it to the cross, to the crucifixion, because, you know, the the precursor to that was absolute violence like you can't imagine. Uh, the whipping that he took and the beating that just went on for hours and hours, um, it was just disgraceful. And, and again, dying on a cross is, is, is just, it's indescribable. You know, you've got a nail through both of your feet and you're hanging. So you're actually suffocating because of the weight of your body is pulling down on your chest. So you can't breathe. So you have to push up with your feet, which has a nail through them. So it's bone on bone. It's just, it's just the most disgraceful thing. Um, that humankind ever devised to torture someone. So this describes um, the Lord Jesus, his fear in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, he knows he's being betrayed uh, at the Last Supper, and he knows he has to have his last hour of prayer with the Father. The disciples could not stay awake to support him, so he is so fearful that he is actually sweating blood. Um, which is a possibility um, for human beings to do that. And, you know, it was so bad that he asked the Father, can I be spared from this? What has to happen? Um, so this is I'm Afraid, and this was, um, I don't even know who was singing this one. I mean, I was there. I was in the vocal booth, but, um, you know, this was a very, very... Um, emotional, emotional period for me, this track. Hope you enjoy this, I'm afraid. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations and he will separate people one from another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, 
and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. That the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? And he will answer them saying, Truly, I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. When Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, you know that after two days the Passover is coming and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. And the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the place of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask, a very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, 
Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth that one of you here will betray me. Surely not I. Surely not I, Lord. Yes, it is you. This very night you will all fall away for my name's sake. For it is written, it's sacred in scripture. I'm afraid So come and take me Take me to your court My pain can't be borne My disciples, I ask you to sit here and quietly watch I go into the garden and pray to my Father and talk I come back and I find you all sleeping again Could you not stay awake? I've come to the end Behold, footsteps of soldiers They've come here to take me Oh
can you imagine even knowing beforehand what was going to happen to you? And the Lord knew this. He knew the unbelievable, incredible pain that he was going to have to suffer. Yet he acknowledged the Father's wishes and he went ahead and saved all humanity with that action of just going no violence in him at all he could have gotten out of it he could have gotten out of anything he wanted because he was the lord but he was also serving the father and the father's wishes were to save mankind so we don't know how lucky we are we just have no clue we will realize probably sometime when we're not in this world how blessed and lucky we are some of us have a clue and for the ones who don't, um, I'm hoping that this, uh, this uh, presentation today makes you at least curious as to what your spiritual life can be. So the next and final uh, piece uh, that I'm going to play today, and this is not the whole album, this is about um, a little more than half of the record, but I want to play It Is Finished. Now this is the Lord actually dying on the cross and his conversation with his father as uh as he meets his demise and he pledges to one of his favorite apostles john to become the son of mary which is his earthly mother and to to protect her and to be her son and before we get to that part of the story, let's let Archbishop Christine finish the story about what happened with the Romans and the kangaroo court and how the Lord met his demise. This is It Is Finished. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and caught Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So, 
Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They cried out again, Not this man, but Barabbas! Now Barabbas was a robber. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And struck him with their heads. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man! When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law! And according to that law, he ought to die because he has made himself the son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me. Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore, who delivered me over to you has the greatest sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king! They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! 
crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. Behold your mother, woman, your son. Yes, you are a sinner. Yes, you are forgiven. Yes, I will see you today in my father's house. Why have you forsaken?